Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Do you have a digital mindset? Check out Season 3 of This is Digital. Season 3 of This is Digital goes behind the scenes to reveal how digital trends show up in everyday decisions and actions, including driving profitable growth in enterprise software and how the new sports fan experience can drive revenue. Featuring guests like Chris D'Agostino of Databricks and Scott Crable of Tama Bravo. Check out the latest and greatest on Season 3 of This is Digital and learn more at westmonroe.com. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good Morning Football! Hello, this is Good Morning Football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky Live in New York City, Tuesday, December 12th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt. Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty, Stefan Gilmore said that A.J. Brown called him old at the start of the Eagles-Cowboys game. How dare you? Stefan Gilmore got his way as the 33-year-old, if you will. So then we just kind of were talking about things that make us feel old. Kyle wants to try on a new phrase for size. And what is that phrase? I keep hearing these these kids talk about Riz. And then there's a Riz King and a Riz God. I've never used it other than referencing it right now. I probably won't use it. You know, I, I still won't even say fire. Like, I, it's just the, mm. the cringe. What about lit? <laughs> lit, I think I'll use kind of ironically. Yeah. Can I tell you who's got some Riz? And I don't know was, if I'm allowed to say something. This is something. where it goes. Uh, go on. Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. And Will Levis. God. Forget Levis. Levis. <laughs> what do you mean, Levis? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Tommy DeVito got <laughs> that, the Riz. That Levis male, that's one thing. Yeah. Riz is just Riz. knowing you're the well, can I can I get to the Riz King? Let's go. Get to the Riz King. Jamie, don't you tell me who has Riz. I will tell you. Let's look at the AFC playoff picture. We're going to inspect it as it stands right now. What is your biggest takeaway, Jason, after really a wild close to week 14? Yeah, obviously we see Baltimore Ravens are in that number one spot, and as we watched Miami last night, we were kind of expecting everybody going in. All right, Miami's playing the Titans; they're going to get the victory, and then we're going to be—they're going to be back on top of that number one spot. It's going to be interesting just to see, obviously, the way this season ends. And Baltimore now being on top—they play the 49ers late, them and the Dolphins have to match up late as well, and they play the Jaguars this weekend. So you're looking at the Jags and the Kansas City Chiefs as well, and they're probably saying to themselves, "Hey, the way this season is finishing out." 
Each and every week, you do not know who is going to get the victory. And Kyle said it in the first hour of our show. We become kind of a victim of going into games saying, all right, for the Miami Dolphins, they had the Titans last night, the Jets the next one. They'll win the next two, and it's going to come down to their last three games. This playoff picture, the Baltimore Ravens squeaked out one in overtime against the Rams. But I, I think Baltimore finishes number one, but it's going to be really cool to see how this all ends up finishing, who gets these victories. Can Kansas City pull it around? Miami Dolphins, how they rebound after the loss last night. And then for the Jacksonville Jaguars, they've had two straight. Trevor Lawrence is in there. He's healthy. Can they figure out a way to get back in that conversation? Jets-Dolphins becomes really interesting. So two weeks ago, I told you that's not a game to even worry about. After last night's collapse by the Dolphins and the Jets' inspiring win on Sunday, I'm looking at it. Okay, so it's December 17th. Schools are coming out soon. Let me explain something. A lot of people from New York move in their 50s and 60s to Florida. And if you go to Florida, and specifically South Florida, you've got a lot of old school Jets and Giants fans who live there. Those become the grandparents. The grandparents, during Christmas break, host the parents and the grandkids. And they all come down from New York and New Jersey. It's called Snowbirds. I would not be shocked if there is a huge Jets contingent in the building in Miami on Sunday. That's nothing against the Dolphins fan base and that they represent. I think there are a lot of Jets fans already in Miami, and I think a lot of Jets fans are going to be invading that stadium on Sunday as a thing to do because their kids literally are running through the walls right now. We need to do something. Oh, the Jets are in town. Let's go see the Jets play the Dolphins. I would not write off Jets-Dolphins if I'm a Dolphins fan, especially the way that one ended last night at home. Could you imagine the Dolphins going into this little stretch and losing at home to the Titans and the Jets Mm. in the same week? Mm -hmm. That would be epic, and it'd be an epic collapse, and I don't think it's that crazy. I I hate to do this, but as the curator of Riz, (laughs) great rant, everything— you got like a piece of tape on your shirt that was just hanging out the whole time, Peter. It's gonna drive you crazy. If you're the Riz ambassador, we can't we can't have it like that. I'm just everybody. That Peter just <laughs> took us from sorry, Riz buddy. to New Jersey to Florida real estate, like all in yeah. one. Um, Kyle, it's a good thing you're the only person on staff who works here. I, I'm the only person, Peter's maybe not, not afraid to interrupt you. I didn't I didn't see it in the. It was, I, it was. It's okay. You're wearing a t-shirt. Yes. Your arms are exposed. Yes. Go on. Are you angry at me now? I didn't need that. I had a great take. It was ruined. Peter, you're going to put the take out, and all you're going to be looking at is the piece of tape that was on camera. I'm looking out for you. If you have something in your teeth, I will tell you. On air? Yes. Okay. Yes. (laughs) That's what we do here. We just are honest. You're honest? I don't don't know what my T-shirt has to do with anything. Can we see your the expanded AFC? And your arms are exposed. Peter just wanted to bite back at me. I didn't bite though. I'm just, you should be biting at these guys for not saying anything. All right. Can we see, see the expanded? I didn't see it either. Believe me. Believe me. You know who saw it? Everybody at home. I, I'm telling you. Because you know what I did? I looked at it. I'm like, oh, they can't see I it. Appreciate so I look at the monitor because I'm a veteran. I do appreciate it. Because I'm a veteran. Here's right. the thing. We're going to get to you. You're going to go back to you because okay. we know you're going to jump back in. No, and then oh. the tape's going to be hanging there again. You know what I'm saying? We got to go to the tape. I'm a tape guy. All right, so let's look at the AFC playoff picture. Calm down. Don't be mad. I'm not No, mad. you were mad for a second. You were. When you were in the T-shirt line. I mean, that's totally unnecessary. I don't know where to go. Put his arms exposed. I know. I mean, you are wearing most a t-shirt? T-shirts do expose the arms. arms. All the ones that I've seen. Um, can we please, for the love of God, go back to... <laughs> can I'm Peter trying. explain a snowbird again? Go back again. Go back again. So they go to Florida go back again. in the winter. Riz. No, they're not. There we go. Okay. Oh, now no. someone's calling. Who's calling? Who's no joke. 
No way! All right, wait, go back to Peter now. Go, go back to, to Peter. Peter. Go back to Peter. Who's calling you? Never mind the playoffs. All right, so explain it, Peter. That is Sean Stellato calling me in real time. Tommy agent for Tommy agent. DeVito. So I was like, hey, yo, you got tape on your shirt. It's a terrible look. You know who Come never on. would have that shot? Come on. I thought you were going to answer it. Put it on speaker. Did I answer it? Yeah. I just pulled my Should ear. Should I say I can put your on? Yes. No, you go on, Kyle. Oh, come on. Peter doesn't want to fall on the what wrong people. I'm trying to. You can't hear anything. You got to help me out. I can only ask so many times for the playoff picture. Guys. <laughs> They've shown it to you two times. I know. Uh, can I see the playoff picture? Are we going to get Stilato not or not? Oh, yeah. Oh hold on. Wait. Thank you. Thanks to our great staff in Mount Laurel. They're just throwing their things against <laughs> the wall. For playoff right now. picture. All right. So now for Show the playoff picture. Um, all right. Here's what I look at, and I am tr- trying to make an honest point here. <laughs> Who are the teams? Let's be candid that you're afraid of if they get the wild card. It may not be right now. Listen, I'm going to probably disrespect some teams here. I'm not really, I'm not afraid of the Mitch Trubisky Steelers. Nope. I can't nope. be. I don't know what pick is future. I'm just not. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of the Colts. Like, I, I, the Colts have been a good story. But when you get in the lurking thing, the Sean Payton Russell thing, I, I don't want to see that in the wild card. Yes. Right I certainly don't want to see the Bills because if the Bills are in the wild card, they've been beating everybody. Yep. And then with the Jake Browning thing is fascinating. We're also at the point, guys, just graph. Let's talk one more as a show. Oh when do we get rid of the Alive column? Like, the know. fact that we're putting the Raiders logo up there. Peter, you want to look at the Raiders no, logo No, not the right Raiders now? or the Chargers okay. or the – I like the Jets again. Okay. I like the Titans again just to keep them because they're winning. They won. Like, it's cool. situational yeah. Alive. Yeah. It's situational. Been through a lot. Everybody what's, good? What's our boy got? Yeah. He Everybody. called. Tommy DeVito's agent called you in the middle of the segment. What do you say? Missed call. I was worried because I've been texting him all show, and usually he texts right back, and I was worried he had a big night and, like, something happened. Is that what you're worried about? He texted me, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm waiting to hear back. I want to put it on speakerphone when he calls. You Great. crushed that rant about Miami real estate. It's so good. I know. No. There, was, there was one big problem with it, though. It wasn't radio. The tape. The tape. Telling you, the tape was bad. You know, if Sean Stilato was here, he would not yeah, have let his client go out there with tape on his shirt. Somebody get a freeze frame of Peter and show how bad the tape was. Because now Kyle's just trying to cover for totally. Oh, I feel very comfortable. I also feel comfortable in this shirt and everything. Do you? Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay. Wouldn't you if you look like this? Oh Thank you. God. There we go. Let's get out of here. Jason hasn't spoken in five minutes. He's just giggling over here. Let's get. Where am I going? Can... Try, last time I'll help Peter. Last time. <laughs> no, you know, Peter, almost every pizza? show you have like some mozzarella okay. on your face right. or like something with your hair, and I we always need, look out help. for you. We need help. We need help with this segment, and there's only one person who could do it for us, and it's not Sean Salato. It's Tom Pelissero. All right. Tom. Tom, that looks immaculate. Tom, help me. <laughs> Uh, never thought that I would have this many Sean Stilato references in my ear before coming up <laughs> with uh, injury updates. I believe I wrote a foreword for one of Sean Stilato's books. He's written multiple books as well. There's a lot that we have uh, layers we need to still peel back on this entire situation. Okay, let's talk about some injuries around the NFL, starting out with Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert, who is not expected to play on Thursday night against the Raiders, potentially will not play the rest of this season following the injury to the index finger on his throwing hand. It is a fracture. Herbert saw multiple hand specialists on Monday. Usually that is an indication of surgery being imminent here. The Chargers are 5-8. and eight. They have very, very faint playoff hopes at this point. Brandon Staley talked about looking out for the big picture for Justin Herbert. All indications we may have seen the last of him for 2023. For the moment, at least Thursday night, Easton Stick, the backup quarterback, steps in. For the Vikings, their superstar wide receiver Justin Jefferson has a 
really good chance to play on Saturday against Cincinnati, despite ending up in the hospital this past Sunday in Las Vegas after taking a huge hit from Raider safety Marcus Epps over the middle. Now, my understanding is the hospital trip was a precaution. They wanted to make sure there was nothing with Jefferson's lung or anything else from an internal perspective. He passed all those tests. He was able to fly back with the team. He avoided a significant injury here. He's going to be sore. He does have bruising, but certainly there is a possibility here, and according to O'Connell, a strong possibility that Jefferson could be out there this weekend. Kenny Pickett will not be playing on Saturday. Meanwhile, against the Colts, the Steelers quarterback out for at least another week. No surprise there coming off of surgery on his ankle. Potentially. Pickett could be back as soon as next week. Certainly the goal is to get him back before the end of the regular season. But for now, it's going to be another start for Mitch Trubisky, who struggled out of the gate in Pickett's place last week. But Mike Tomlin said he played better in the second half. They think with a full week, or as close to a full week as you get when you're playing a Saturday game, Trubisky will be that much better in start number two. All right, we are going to talk more about the Miami Dolphins as we look at the AFC playoff picture. They're the two seed now still, but the Chiefs beat them head-to-head, so the Chiefs would have the tiebreaker there. The the Jaguars are right there as for Chiefs beat the Jaguars as well. Ravens now have a nice game cushion. Uh, You see the wild card teams over there. The the interesting thing is that the Bills and the Bengals – and the Broncos, all won games, all seven and six, all knocking on the door as the Texans dropped one. So look at all those teams with the seven and six records. That's wild. And then you look at the left side of it and you see the Ravens, the Dolphins, the Chiefs, Jaguars, all jockeying for position. It is so curious. Of all the things, I was not expecting to have that spotlight on the Dolphins this morning after a Monday night football game. But here we are. What do you make of when you look at the Dolphins, maybe the way they lost last night, the way they've been beating teams, they still qualify as they got to beat somebody really, really good? Yeah, what's so crazy is you're watching that game. The Titans came to play, and it's a tie game late in it. And the Titans basically tried to hand the game over to the Miami Dolphins. A muff punt, then a fumble on a pitch to Derrick Henry. Uh They go up 14 points in the fourth quarter, and you're like, all right, Dolphins played really bad, but they found a way to win this football game. And then they couldn't finish. And there's so much to be said about Tua and the offense of not being able to hold on to the ball in the four-minute drive and all this, that, and the third. But this Miami Dolphins defense, since Jalen Ramsey had come back, had been playing some really good football. And you watched them in the fourth quarter. Yes, offense didn't do enough. You can say all of that. But they allowed Will Levis and his Titans offense to go down the field, back-to-back drives, to win this football game. And that's where you have to close. And that's where the question marks come up for this Miami Dolphins team. Yes, they're electric. We see them putting up a ton of points against certain teams. But then the ability to close out and finish, the mm. opportunity they had to go out and regain that number one spot in they the AFC. They miss Jalen Phillips? They do. And not only, not only Jalen Phillips, you look at this football team, you talk about Tyreek Hill getting hurt last yeah. night. Connor Williams, their center, got hurt. Teron Armstead wasn't out there. Big Rob Hunt on the offensive line, sure. he's not there. Sure. Jerome Baker just went on IR. They're missing a ton of guys late in the season that they need, that they've counted on throughout this season. Deshaun Elliott went down in an injury in the game. And Javon Holland wasn't even out there because he was ruled out before the game. So for this Dolphins team, you're trying to get back on track and you lose a game like that to the Tennessee Titans, who had been struggling in pass defense as well. It was just a heartbreak for, for people if you're a Miami Dolphins fan. If you're just waking up this morning or if you're watching the Giants-Packers and you didn't watch this game, it, it wasn't like the Titans had some perfect game. The Titans were a mess yeah, yesterday. I mean, the Titans were giving this game to the Dolphins. This muff punt is, is, is like, uh, you know, Benny Hill music bad. This is uh, bloopers music right here. And then the Derrick Henry pitch where this thing happens, this is just, you know, catacly- like this should... 
If you're gifted those two plays mm-hmm. in the second half of a game at home on Monday Night Football and you're one of these, one of the powers of the NFL, you can't lose this game. You can't lose. They're the first team this century to lose a game in regulation being up 14 points in less than three minutes. Let me say that again. Mm. The first team this century to lose a game being up 14 points with less than three minutes in regulation. And I'll tell you, they were exposed when Tyreek Hill went out. That is a pedestrian offense. And don't you dare to tell anyone that uh, you know, Tyreek is, has got any other people on this offense that can feel. Tyreek Hill is their most valuable player. Yeah. And when he went down, that team looked like a seventh-grade offense at mm. times. They could not move the ball, and it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Tyreek is that offense, so his health and safety, that's what I'm watching today because that was a horrible loss for the Dolphins. Yeah. But if they lose Tyreek Hill for multiple weeks, right. it could be a horrible month for the Miami Dolphins. But, you know, they got speed all across the board. You got Tua, who's an MVP candidate. They, I, I get it. Tyreek is Tyreek. It was that bad? They looked pedestrian? I thought so. Yeah. It wasn't good. It was real bad. Here's the thing, too. Like, if it, to your Peter's point, if, if you didn't see all the game, it was not that he got injured. It was very strange. He goes down on the sideline, and it looked like it was really bad because he's grabbing at his knee, and you're like, we just can't win this year with injuries. And then he runs off the field and, like, almost sprints. You're like, all right, so maybe it's not that bad. He's gonna, Maybe he's going to come back in. But he did come back in for, like, an hour and a half later he came back in and was productive. So what the hell is going on? I got a quote here. Joe Shad tweeted this, Tyreek, after the game. Tyreek says, it was a lot of pain. It sucked. I've been dealing with ankle injuries this whole season. I texted my wife. It hurt. She said, you better get your ass back in that game. It's a great tweet. It's a great quote and everything. Where are we with this? Is, is he... 80%? Is he 100%? Because, like, they got to go play the Jets next week. And say what you want about the Jets. The Jets' defense is playing, is coming to play. This is a rematch of the Black Friday game. You remember? Like, yeah. that game was the Tim Boyle Jets. They had none of the juice at all that the Jets just showed this last week and played really well on defense. So, if Tyreek is, even if he's 95%, like, you're going to go against Sauce. You're going to go against all the Jets' defense. And all that does, it's not good. I really need clarity on this Tyreek thing because he did come in at the end and look pretty much like himself. So why did he sit out for two quarters? I just don't understand. I, Jason, you got anything at all like from a player? No, because especially coming out of halftime, he didn't go right back in. Sometimes you go in at halftime, you figure some things out, some medicine, different things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't right after, so I'm, I'm right with you. I have no idea. Very strange. strange. It is curious because if Tyreek uh, didn't return at all, then you're the ultimate concern. I wonder if there was a conversation with Mike McDaniel on the sideline like, they think that they they thought they had the game in hand. And all of a sudden, the Titans start to show some life, and Tyreek's like, I got to get back in there because that, to me, showed the value the Dolphins held in that game. They understood that the impact of this loss, and Tyreek's like, I got to go help him. And he did, and that provides his value. But the availability and his durability down the stretch, considering these games, Peter, how, how distracting do you think the next four games could be for the Dolphins? Because at this point, you could look at this like a wheelbarrow of a schedule, and that thing is hard to push. Well, it right got now. real interesting, right? So if you can lose to the Titans at home, you can lose to anybody. So they play the Jets this weekend. And a week ago, we'd be like, well, Jets scored 30 points last week. And the Jets have one of the best defenses in the league. And then you look at the rest of it, and it's like Cowboys. Oh. And, and then you've got the end of the season with the Bills. Like, it, it doesn't get any easier for the Dolphins. So suddenly you go from one seed, uh, this is the first time we've been so good this late in the season since Marino, to now, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. gosh, are, are, are we at risk to maybe losing this division? Yeah. I mean, right. the, they play the Bills week 18. I don't, do you have the full schedule out there, what they've got? Because I said Jets. So I know. it's Jets, Jets. Raven, Jets, Cowboys, Ravens, Ravens Bills. Bills. It's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. And if Come you play on. the Ravens, all of a sudden, uh, are the Dolphins sliding to a four seed? Then you're right now 
hosting the Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. which is a, another potent defense you have to go up against, which yeah. is that is not a good stretch. If we look at the entire league, they might have the hardest Final Four games of mm-hmm. the season. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> The belt is back. It is time to check in and see which DBs have absolutely balling in week 14 of the season. I love to talk DBs, the footwork, making plays, the whole nine. Let's take a look at the top five after last week. This is through 13 weeks. We are looking at these guys who are absolutely making plays for Ward to Stingley to Winfield to Bates to Bland, rounding out the top five. These are guys with interceptions, pass deflections, making big hits, tackles, the whole nine, helping their team get victories. All of those guys. We're going to start off this week at number five. A guy debuting on the list but has had a career year. That is Josh Metellus of the Minnesota Vikings. This guy was known more as a special teams player for Minnesota. Brian Flores shows up. Next thing you know, this guy is playing all types of positions. He has tackles for losses, forced fumbles, has an interception on the season. It's not just stats with him. This is forced fumble that helped him take points off the board for the Raiders and help the Minnesota Vikings win this game. Metellus signed a contract extension in the offseason. 
and he's outplayed that this year, mm. making plays and doing everything for the Vikings on defense. He's been a Swiss Army knife for Flo, who lines him up everywhere. Look at that. Yes. He took part in the cake celebration. Awesome. You do not see him here in this celebration. He's coming in late, and Pumping. he plays the part to a T. Just watch Metellus. He is somebody who had one hell of a night. He couldn't even get to the oh cake because he has already visited too many times. These are all the positions that he has lined up at this season. Flores puts him everywhere. Deep at safety, outside on the corner. He covers receivers, linebacker. He's been in every position up front as well, blitzing and getting after the quarterback. Wanted to give this guy some love because he has showed up each and every week. That is Josh Metellus at number five. Kyle, you said, are we going to get a bear on the list? Let's get him. You know we got to get a bear on the list. Jalen Johnson. Pay this man. At number four. He will get paid. This guy was absolutely balling. He's been playing well for the last few weeks, and this season has really done a good job. You see it right there. Four interceptions, not 20 catches allowed on 42 targets. That's a stat for corners that goes untalked about sometimes because you don't always see it. It doesn't show up because you're not saying anybody's name. Makes an interception here, returns it, fumbles the ball. The one thing he has not fumbled this season, that is the bag. You guys knew it was coming. He has played his butt off. Earlier in the season, he said, I'm not trying to reset the cornerback market. I just want to get what I've earned. That is no longer the case. Yesterday's price, like Fat Joe said, is not today's nice. price. Jalen Johnson will get paid, will be at the very top of the market this offseason when it comes to cornerback play. That is back-to-back games with an interception for him at number four. Number three, I'm going to give some love to our guy Sauce Gardner. Plays for the New York Jets. They held the Houston Texans with C.J. Stroud out there for most of that game, and they did not let them do anything. Zach Wilson was able to come up with points in that second half. Score was 0-0 zero to zero at halftime. Sauce this year, nine pass defense, two, two tackles for us, forced fumble. This guy hasn't come away with all the interceptions in his young career, but he doesn't allow guys to make plays on him. And it's not just him in the secondary. Him, DJ Reed, Michael Carter the second. All of those guys are out there and they're shutting guys down. In this game on Sunday, between the three of them, 18 targets, only six catches allowed, and five pass breakups between the three of them. This guy, three of them himself, was all over the field. Sauce Gardner, one of the best corners in the league. Gotta get better at taking the ball away. But the one thing he doesn't do is allow catches. We talked about Jalen Johnson being a free agent corner and resetting the cornerback market. A guy that's going to be alongside of him is number two on the list this week, and that is Legereus Sneed of the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. This guy matches up and shadows the best wide receiver week in and week out. And though they lost this game and all we talked about was Mahomes, Kadarius Tony, Andy Reid, and all of the reactions after the game, It took away from the game that Snead had matched up on Stephon Diggs. He shut him down, only allowed one catch while he was on Diggs. The combination of him and McDuffie has been so good for this Chiefs defense and has allowed them to be as successful as they've been. As you see him matched up there one-on-one, it is very hard as a DB to go out there on the football field and guard these type of players 
week in and week out, playing and play out. Because you know one thing, the ball is coming their way. LeJarrius Sneed has made play after play this season. For number one, we're going to the safety position. Our guy Antoine Winfield yes, again. Sir. Again. He, yes. Yeah. He continues to show up. Another former, another free agent that's going to be. We know his dad, Antoine Winfield Sr. But this guy is not only playing the safety position, interceptions and all those things. He blitzes. He tackles. He does absolutely everything on the football field and everything for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. We're going to see him Ooh. come around with the strip sack for the safety right there, putting points on the board for his team. Antoine Winfield Jr. shows up to the game looking good with his fits, then gets into the game and looks even better with his play on the field. This guy's been a monster this season. That, after week 14, are the top DBs making plays week in and week out. Let's look at what we had. We had Winfield Jr., Sneed, Gardner, Johnson, and then Metellus rounding out the top five of these guys contending for the belt. Guys, what do you think? of the list this week. It's amazing because Legereus Sneed does this in a loss and you look at it and you're like, oh, well, Josh Allen had his day. Sneed has been good all season. McDuffie has been good all season. That Chiefs defensive backfield has kind of been their strength of their team when in years past it was absolutely their Achilles heel. Jason, you know the Brian Flores defense better than most. Josh Metellus to play that many positions, that commonplace in a Flores defense? High football IQ for him. Flo uh, doing a lot of different things, even than he's done in the past defensively. Metellus is a guy that has this wild card that he lines up everywhere. Hard to get a tell of what they're doing playing and play out. Jason, have you personally ever done a keg stamp? No. Never? No. Never at like Rutgers? And, 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 and I, yeah, you don't like beer. No. You think Devin's done it? Probably not. You ever hold anybody up or anything like that? No? No, that was more like the frat scene. Yeah. Um, wasn't really my... Uh, it's what you do before the football games. Okay. And that's true. Those guys doing the keg stands aren't playing in the game. Are you alluding to something? Should we do did no, the MSB keg stand? Did you hit the keg stand? Many, many times, yes. Oh, so you, and you were playing in the game? So. Yeah, but I wasn't playing at the level you were. Are what you, you able do? to stand on the keg independently, like without help getting up? Because that's like that takes that's a skill in and of itself. Yeah. I feel you like can do yeah, that? probably yeah. Okay. I feel like that that question is bait though. I, I just want to stay away. I want to stay, Jason. <laughs> fantastic. I'm still Thank triggered you. that you call it a, a, a fr- it's a fraternity. Okay, it's not a fraternity. Yeah, oh. there's a joke about that about your country, right? I didn't join. I didn't join any of them. So yeah, you were football. You were in the football brotherhood. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma. Delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style, the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now.
View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. game. <laughs> We're back. It's week 14, wrapping up, and it's the Fab Five. Top five rookies of the week, and this list is all over the map. Let's start with a first-round wide receiver who continues to make plays and is all over this list all season. Zay Flowers for the Baltimore Ravens. Zay Flowers had another big game with Mark Andrews down. Both he and Odell Beckham stepped up in addition to the tight end, Isaiah Likely. Zay Flowers, of course, had the big touchdown on the third and 17 from Lamar. He also had a two-point conversion. He was everywhere. You look at this game. Ten targets, six catches, 60 receiving yards, the big touchdown, and, of course the two-point conversion. But I'd like to go to Zay Flowers for the vibes, yeah. for the energy. Sure. We know about the Tylen Wallace punt return and what it meant. Did you see the celebration? Watch number four. Number four is all of us if you're watching the Ravens and you're a Ravens fan. Look at him. He's jumping in the stand. Just pure joy They're from the rookie. Him up. They're grabbing him up there. He's enjoying the moment. This is what the Ravens have going on right now. High chemistry, great vibes. Maybe there's a lion spike in his future. If you watched yesterday, you know all about that. Ravens feeling good. Zay Flowers stepping up. He has been worth it as a first-round pick. He knows he's not done having a good time. Number four, we had these two twin brothers on the show last year that were rookies. Chase and Sidney Brown. We thought they'd be nice. We didn't realize Chase Brown would be the guy that might be carrying the Bengals from the depths of the playoff picture to back in this thing. Chase Brown, awesome performance as a rookie on the field on Sunday against the Colts. Three catches, 80 yards, including this big one off the screen. Also had 25 rushing yards. He led the team in receiving yards. Also on this play, he went 22 miles per mm. hour. All right? Out. So let's go to the Look board, out. the miles per hour board. We let's love do this it. thing. DK, we saw his against the Cowboys, number one. Chase Brown is now number two. Tyreek and Devon Achan are numbers three and four. Chase Brown, you've entered the conversation. You are now on the rookie list. So cool. We love you. And Jason, as you know, his twin brother, you're a twin. This has to have special meaning for you. Oh, so cool to have both of those guys, Chase and Sidney Brown, in studio. I've been watching their career this whole time throughout their rookie year. Both guys playing as rookies, Sidney and Philly. Chase, of course, playing now for this team. His brother, Sidney, a third-round pick by the Eagles. You've seen him all season long. Number three. We go to an undrafted rookie who stepped up 
and made the play of the week and kept his team's playoffs mm. hopes alive. This guy right here, Ivan Pace Jr. Look at this board. 13 tackles, interception, and a sack. It's the most by a Vikings rookie since Harrison Smith mm. in 2012. And in the biggest moment of the game, who's going to step up? How about our undrafted rookie free agent out of the University of Cincinnati? Kevin Kugler, take it away from Vegas. O'Connell to the oh. air, it's intercepted! Ivan Pace Jr. with the diving pick. 152 to go, and that may have sealed it for the Vikings. Bam! Just flipped it, yeah. Let me tell you something about Ivan Pace Jr. He was a unanimous All-American last year okay. and goes undrafted. Hmm. Something's up there, right? Vikings, Brian Flores says, no, it's my kind of guy. They bring him on. He leads all rookies in tackles right now. The message to undrafted players, your story does not end on draft weekend. It's just beginning. Ivan Pace, of course, played on a loaded Cincinnati defense, and he was the best player last year there. Doesn't go drafted because he was undersized. Sure enough, comes to the NFL. He's been an absolute beast. Last year, for the University of Cincinnati, where he was that first-team All-American, had 137 tackles and 21 and a half tackles for a loss. And he has the most tackles for all rookies this year. And he does backflips. We love it. <laughs> Ivan Pace Jr., we see you. Very cool week for him. Amazing season. He's going to be on the all-rookie team. And now the debate of the century. What do you got? One that we got? had pre-show. Rich Goldberg, our producer, 4 a.m., me and him just curious emails back and forth, making the case. <laughs> Who gets number one? Who gets number two? Number two on the list for Rookie of the Ah. Week is Will Levis. Will Levis, who led his team back from a 14-point deficit with less than three minutes and had a career day in passing yards and was absolutely flawless at the end of this game and already has won an angry run scepter because of his toughness and also tried to tackle a defensive player (laughs) and nearly took his head off in this game. We love the reckless abandon that this guy plays with. We also love the poise and the clutch. Will Levis yesterday, first road win, kudos to him. And in the fourth quarter, look at these numbers. Mm. 10 of 13, 138, touchdown, passer rating of 136. And yet, number one spot. Do it. You could go Johnny Fontaine if we want here. Uh, when the guy. moon hits your eye, <laughs> do it. Like a, that's some. Yeah. That's the veto. Uh, he was awesome. He really played well. Like his numbers were great. 17 of 21. Giants, we wrote them off. We were talking about, do they draft a quarterback? What do we do? And then at the end of the game, down a point, because Saquon fumbled and they came all the way back. DeVito just goes on like a game-saving drive, a game-winning drive, a season-saving drive. Mm. And I think he proved that he's a quarterback in the NFL. For the Giants, we'll see. But at the very least, as a backup in this league, sure. I'm not putting any ceiling on this guy. Unbelievable. Giants, big win. We're having fun. Here is the soundbite I want to put you on, though, here, because this is the cool moment. We got the Taylor Swift suite all week. We got the DeVitos in the front. Here is Tommy DeVito about celebrating that moment with his coach, Brian Dable, on the sideline. At first, he wasn't going to look. And then he was like, I'm going to look. I was like, all right. So we stood right next to each other. And it was just, as soon as we saw it going, just pure excitement. I grabbed him, hugged him, told him I loved him. And 
celebrate with my teammates. Awesome kid, awesome story. He's number one, but look at this. This is in the second half yesterday. This is no joke. Packers were the hottest team in football. They come in, they take a great lead at the end with the Heath play. We're not even talking about that. 10 of 11, 110, touchdown, 45 rushing. He had 71 rushing yards yesterday. <laughs> Unbelievable performance. This is not the first time Tommy DeVito's been number one on this list. Guys, it's real. Schrager's Fabulous Five. Here's the final list. Let's see a look at it. Is this the it. way Goldberg wanted it, Peter? That's what we want to know. <laughs> no, oh, just let us know. Yeah. Goldberg's a, Goldberg's a student of the numbers, and he thinks what Levis oh. did was historic. I am a student of the moment, and I got emotion. <laughs> DeVito, Levis, Pace, Brown, Flowers. The best part about this, undrafted, undrafted, yeah. second round slip, fifth round, first round guy. It's all over the board. It's really, what do you got, really Unbelievable. So fun to watch. You mentioned Chase and Sidney Brown. Love their story. Ivan Pace Jr. That man is 230 pounds. He's running full speed, turns around, and just does a backflip at the drop of a dime. I love the two rookie quarterbacks at the top, though. A Monday night special last night. Jason McCourty picked Zay Flowers as his offensive rookie of the year. When I had his game in London, he said he will do his best to get there for you. Pretty good campaign. It's a great campaign. I'm trying to think of somebody who has really embodied the fan base in New York like DeVito. And Peter, like, it's like if Wayne Krebet was a quarterback, maybe. Like, they loved Krebet because what he was about. But I'm trying, in any sport, it's just, it's so perfect. Honestly, like, it might go back to, like, Joe DiMaggio. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, there's no, there's no one. This is really? the story right now. And Linsanity was fun, but, like, he's from Jersey. Yeah. He grew up, lives at home. That's awesome. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Digital trends show up every day in business decisions and actions. West Monroe is the number one strategic partner translating technology into financial value for companies. The This Is Digital podcast applies West Monroe's two decades of secrets and best practices to your business's benefit. Favorite past topics from the last three seasons include how AI and the next generation of employees are shaping the workplace, becoming a product company, Highmark's journey, and what does it mean to put the customer first. Learn more at westmonroe.com. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit mrsmyers.com today.